This is the Virtual Loss Podcast. This is episode 57. We're talking about FlyQuest. We're talking about FlyQuest because this is actually pretty big. Because <laughs> their CEO, Trisha Sugita, stepped down and is mm. actually now, it was recently announced, is the chief marketing officer at Cloud9. But Oh, she is like switched teams. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm done with y'all. <laughs> Bye. I respect it because that's one of the big things is like she moved from a CEO to CMO. So people are like, isn't that kind of like a downgrade or a side grade? But if you think about it, the size of the orgs it's is like completely different. different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So even though it is a lower position on the hierarchy, it is mm-hmm. at a bigger org. And I think it is worth you know looking at because Cloud9 has partnerships with the main one you would think of is Puma. And then, you know, right. they had their I don't know if we talked about it, but their Smurfs collab which was a disturbing I think we did talk about it once, yeah. Yeah, no, but they're handling more people, more brands, and I think they're trying to solidify what their image is because I think that a lot of the orgs are experimenting a bit more, but I feel Cloud9 is a bit more stagnant in its image and like they are very dead set in what they're doing. So I think, Hmm. I don't think that they're going to try to change it within these upcoming years with her joining as the CMO, but I think they're going to try to expand it while also not diluting their image and i think she's actually like probably the one of the best people in the scene for the job because mm-hmm. one of the cool things she did when she was ceo of flyquest is she changed the logo now it's an actual leaf it was used to just be f an f and q like just the letters themselves just the letters of the, yeah. yes and then one of the things that she introduced was whenever they went at marketing but okay yeah yeah um <laughs> One of the things she did for League specifically was whenever there was an Ocean Drake and the FlyQuest team killed an Ocean Drake, I think they would donate or I think they would make a donation or it was something to do with planting trees. One of those two, I forget exactly, but it Mm. was like something inside the game that they would have a positive impact on the environment for. So, you know, you'd hear fans back then because this was um, years ago when they when, tr- introduced yeah, whenever it. that came up they would cheer obviously. yeah they would cheer yeah so, that's a cool yeah that's a cool integration yeah so like FlyQuest now is like a wholesome org revolving around the environment and you know right. sustainability so i think she okay. did a phenomenal job in her time there and is like is flight quest now like kind of, is just, they're just looking for like a leader or whatever or are they just kind of like i believe they named a new ceo but oh, okay. I don't know what his... He was within the company, but I forget his exact position oh, okay. already. Mm. Interesting. So FlyQuest should probably be fine as well. Yeah. I think that they solidified their brand. I think they should be fine. I don't know about like new campaigns that they take. Mm. I, won't, I won't say anything on that end. But I think they did. she did a good job and the org did a good enough job. And were they just League or were they like, were they like other games too? They're in other games too. Like he's uh, FlyQuest signed Jay Mook recently. I don't know if you oh, saw Jay that. Mook, okay. Yeah, we talked about the Sheik player in Melee. Sheik player <laughs> that went really well until you hit the wall. That is uh, Zane. What's his, Zane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They signed him recently, which I th- I found to be funny because we were like talking about him like a week before, and then yeah, that was a pretty good signed. pickup. Yeah, man. I think you actually mentioned like this guy needs to get signed, and then hey, yeah. he's, he's on. He's on a pretty <laughs> he's good. He's gonna get now. signed. Yeah, with that kind of performance, yeah, it'd be hard for him not to get signed. Yeah, I was talking. I was looking at that because also league started 
So like the first week. Uh, of, is this MSI? No, this is back to regular um, splits. So everyone's in okay. the summer split. So like Korea's region, um, North America, all the regions are starting again. So I was going through all of those and, you know, just enjoying it. Trying, I think I'm also trying to step back a bit from watching only league. Because oh, I okay. do want to look You're at some other esports. Valo, Valo, I'm Apex. trying to get into. Apex, I, I think I've got a good enough grasp on. I've, I haven't watched it recently. <laughs> yeah. But I think if I were to, you know, go back, watch a few tournaments, I'd be able to, like, just pick up what has changed versus what has stayed the same. Because mm. the game is, you know, mostly the same. It's just mm. who's relevant, what guns are relevant, and mm. any map changes, stuff like that. Mm. Oh, that game does map change? Well, yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of those games did map changes, huh? I did do you know if um the Black Ops uh Battle Royale? Yeah, if Warzone didn't if did map changes? I don't think they do map changes. I think they do like map rotations, like move to a whole mm. different map. I could be wrong though. Because mm. you know, Fortnite alters the one. Yeah, map. they do. They a whole bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Apex, the way they do it is they it is currently at four maps. One of them's out of rotation for now. But the way they do it is like they introduce a new map, then they'll change and make an adjustment to an old map. And then the next season, they'll adjust the new map slightly or make another adjustment. So it's like constantly tweaking old maps while bringing in, you know, some completely new content of a different map. It's it's nice. Some maps don't yeah. aren't always positively receive but you know it is what it is it is what it is all right then personally as a final fantasy fan i've been eating good lately it's we, we, been we, nice. we ate good recently it's been nice um we got the new final fantasy 7 or the not the new but the second part of the final fantasy 7 remake this is rebirth 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 still not coming out till i think next year 2023 yeah yeah i think yeah. you're right dude that game is that game is ginormous uh, and then we're also getting Crisis Core, which is the prequel. It's, it's a remake of Crisis Core, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And that's coming out this year, I believe. There you go. We're, Did you ever tell? We're eating good. Wait, do you know that story? Because I have no clue about. Yeah, uh, it was. I've I've heard of Crisis Core, but I never actually played it. But I, mm-hmm. I, I know of it. Um. Oh, wasn't it also like a movie or something? Was it Crisis Core? Like a, they made a like movie? Yeah, they definitely made a movie. I don't know if it was Crisis Core, but they definitely for sure made a movie. It was very weird. It was very early, like late 90s, early 2000s. Live like, action? Uh, yeah, CGI. Full CGI movie. Full CGI. Full CGI. It was one of the first full CGI movies. It must have been like 2004 or five. That was the Final Fantasy movie. Really? Never knew that existed. Yeah, it's called literally called Final Fantasy the movie 2001. And it's on uh, Final Fantasy 7? Uh, not necessarily. It's just the Final Fantasy movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> you should just look it up on Google. Oh my god. Does it it look is bad? very 2001. <laughs> okay. The Final Fantasy movie? Just Final Fantasy the movie. <laughs> it's it's some PS2 looking graphics. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was very oh yeah, the spirits within, I think is what it's called. Yeah. These are uh, um some graphics for sure. <laughs> they are some graphics for sure. Alright. I 
Um, I'm closing yeah. that and never wanting to look back at it. <laughs> Those were like revolutionary graphics back then. 2001. Hey, man. Some things don't age well. <laughs> Some things do And I think well. that is a prime example. I have not watched a movie, but looking at those graphics, I'm good on, you know, never having witnessed it. I will say yeah. though, Final Fantasy VII's Part 1 got a is getting a port to PC, which mm-hmm. is maybe will actually get me to play the game finally. Yeah. It's uh it's going to be good. Uh, and then we also got I think a new trailer for for 16. Did we get another one? I thought or was that a couple? Was that a week? Ago? That was last week, I believe. That was last week then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Then I think they just replayed that one. Oh but, yeah, um, I think I remember hearing it was a replay of the sixteen trailer. Yeah. So we were eating good. Final Fantasy fans eating good. Yeah, good I think stuff, it's time. Man. I think it's time for me to start getting into these Final Fantasy games. Final they might Fantasy. be. That's all. That's the whole time dump, though. That's like. I know it's such <laughs> it's a your time whole stuff. life right there. That's the people's whole lives. <laughs> Dude, I bought another freaking game i bought dragon's dogma one because it was on sale for pc because dragon's dogma 2 got announced and for people who don't know that was like dragon's dogma one was like a cult classic hit people Mm. who played it are like it's the game that came out around the same time as skyrim but skyrim's the Mm. one that blew up but like Uh, this game had a lot of depth to it and yeah the video i watched you know about the dragon's dogma 2 release like it was a 10 minute or like a 10 minute video of their anniversary so it was kind of just talking about the making of dragon's dogma one and you know when you hear the directors and like map creators talk about it like you kind of you feel their passion it's like it made me want to play the game yeah and 100 no, yeah it was like say it was on sale for like five bucks so i was like oh i'll, I'll, I'll hop on it what kind of game is it tell us about the game a little bit it's kind of think of it like skyrim Okay. But the combat, oh, like the is, same kind of like three D, like first person. Like, I don't know if it's in first person or third person. That's actually a good point. Mm-hmm. But like, think of it like that kind of fantasy world, but different. Some different fighting mechanics. Where one of the things that they talked about in the the video, the ten minute video, was there are a lot of times when you get when you face like huge monsters, but then you all you only find yourself chopping at their feet. And when they talked about that, then they started showing gameplay of like you can mount the monsters. Like, have you ever played Monster Hunter where you can like jump on the monster? I've stuff I've, like I've that. Dabbled. Yeah. Yeah, it's like interactable monsters and I guess interactable terrain where you can possibly jump on heights and stuff. Hmm, so, okay. I was kind of curious on how deep the mechanics for combat go. And then there is also one of the things that they talked about was how the goal of the game was to create a kind of like a D&D kind of experience or what they're going for is a feeling where a game where you're not playing by yourself or they've created a pawn system. I should probably explain by that where you create like party members that, you know, will be your companions. Like I, I think you've, did you have a companion when you played Skyrim? Like that one person that just always followed you around. That was like a bot did. did one kind of spell. I think I had a companion in uh, Fallout 4, but not, not Skyrim. Okay, okay. Like, I actually never played Fallout Four. Yeah, like kind of probably like the same kind of thing. So I can't, yeah, I can't really say. But yeah. I guess you can go so really just, in just follows depth around, kind of like how it helps you here and there. Or the same kind of system is in Bioshock Infinite with uh, never that one Bioshock game. Infinite actually. You never Bioshock Infinite? That's no, a, that's a good game. I've been told that's, that's a, good a good game, and I yeah. actually downloaded recently because it was free on Epic Game Store for a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's, that's another a, one. It's not, it's not even that long. I, I don't remember. Quick. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't played any of the Bioshock games, so I was going to play through them all at those one are, time. Those are good series, yeah. But, you know, like I said, the game catalog is like stacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know <laughs> I you have a, your own. <laughs> I have a whole collection full that I've barely played any. <laughs> but one they wanted to... I'm like 40. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to create... It's going to sound weird, but like a like a, a somewhat multiplayer experience but you know single player is kind of mm. what they were going for so i guess there is a level of depth for these characters and sadly like before watching this video i remember hearing this game was like hyped up for a long period of time so like i read about some of it and like some of the plot elements and it seems really fascinating so that's kind of like another pe- reason why i was like oh i'll play the game it's five bucks we'll see if i actually get to play it because you know i could never play the I game i mean yeah, I mean, for everybody else, um, Steam Summer Sale is coming up. You never know. Oh, yeah, Might Steam Summer it. Sale. That's going to yeah. hit. That's going to hit. <laughs> That's my yearly tradition, man. I, I always take a look during Steam Summer Sale. I just... Uh, I can't just be doing this, up. man. <laughs> what's up, you know? Yeah, just get DM or get emails. Oh, this this game on your wish list is on <laughs> sale. <is> on sale. <laughs> Uh, that's the that's the worst feeling because it's like oh, it's, it, you know it's like oh, damn it's like it's twenty it's twenty five bucks when it's usually like forty or fifty and it's like I still you know that's still a little chunk out of the wallet but it's such a good deal though yeah it's 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 I've heard it's such a good game like <laughs> and they and they give you just like these ridiculous numbers of like a seventy percent off and like yeah they give you like fifty five percent off. <laughs> 55 percent off and then you just like mm, how long is it gonna be on sale for like, yeah then, exactly <laughs> uh i can't i can't deal with sales man i'm I'm weak my wallet is weak true my my psyche is is mm. uh, shattered for the for the for the, <laughs> uh, for the for the task also yeah. another reason why my psyche has been broken recently xbox of course has to ruin everything with modern clean design oh yeah we're innovating uh, innovating it has to take some of the old gamer picks you know are from our childhood and uh and just smooth them out i don't know why they do is that, that is that what they call it these days uh, basically Dude, they murdered it. they murdered the beanie boy that's all beanie boy with the bubble gum yeah the beanie boy with the bubble gum if anyone who played old xbox yeah you know what's up remember yeah. that gamer picture so well xbox they xbox 360 was they that, modern, that yeah, yeah. It, they three six. It's the first three sixty for sure. They yeah. modernize is what they said, and it just it just ain't the same. They also yeah, like the guy looks like panda. a poser. He looks like a poser. <laughs> yeah, it, the it panda was... looks like some clip art from a from an Android game. That's what it looks like, dude. It just because like you can update it, yeah, doesn't mean you have to. Or at least keep the old ones and then like put a new one right next to it. Right, they, right. they completely got rid of a piece of Xbox history by getting rid of the the Beanie Old Boy. Design. Specifically, yeah. the Beanie Boy. I'm like more heard Be- about. <laughs> yeah, that was like everybody's at one point. Everybody. Yeah. I'm be honest. When I think of the be- the kid with the beanie, I think of someone in a Call of Duty lobby that will directly DM me to trash talk. That's the kind of person I think of. I think 100%. of the, he's the calling beanie. you slurs in the DMs. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly that kind of person. And they just oh, got rid of it. I wonder if that's that'd be a fun thing to do is like 
log onto the old Xbox and look at all my messages if I Dude, haven't deleted them. You know what game was actually surprisingly toxic? I never thought it'd be that toxic, but it was surprisingly toxic. What Titanfall game? One? People raged in that game hard. Timefall I don't know one. why. Twinefall one. The game that gives you viruses now. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that game. I played Timefall two. Really fun. But yeah. I don't think I really ran into any toxic community. Mm. Yeah. I remember them being just constant, just yelling. And, and specifically in Spanish. I heard a, quite a bit of yelling in Spanish. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, some, is it all is it always like your own team, or is it kind of like Call of Duty where there's a pregame lobby yeah. where you can hear everyone? I think you Dude, I don't know why. I feel like I remember you could you could hear everyone all at once or something. Or that would be a fucking hectic. Yeah. There's also the times where they have it where if you kill, get killed, then it there's might, like it a three-second period. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been that too. That might have been it. Because I remember just people talking shit about each other in mid-game. So I mean, usually it's like... But that game was kind of individualistic. You didn't really... It didn't really feel too much too team-like because you had to like fight your own way to get your titan to like level or, or you know yeah I mean? so you were focused on kind of yourself most of that game so I, if you were talking shit it was probably towards the person you were trying to kill hopefully hopefully yeah yeah hopefully hopefully mm-hmm. a game that was like at that least timefall one dude oh my god and dude i don't know how how you got me talking about timefall one playing mm-hmm. capture the flag of that game was so easy for some reason nobody realized you can go like behind the map a little bit and there was like a little path you can go by behind you could take the the, the flag and just go right behind there and no one would ever notice like everybody would be too focused on getting their titan and finding in the middle of the map that they wouldn't notice that they would lose because i could take the flag and just run across the side Dude, I hate stat oh. patterns. The people who are just like, I'm going to kill everything. Just no objective in sight. <laughs> no objective whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, man. I could I could care less about the objective as long as I have a good KDA. <laughs> yeah, good KDA. If I have a high individual score, that's all that matters. That's and then if, it, if I lose that kind of game, then what were my teammates doing? I was carrying. <laughs> I was carrying. Y'all just had to get the objective. You just blame it on everyone else. That's kind of how it oh, is. Oh, man. The game that like threw me off for how toxic it was mm. was Rocket League. Oh, I can imagine that. Dude, Rocket League for some reason had the most demonic people in chat cuz it, it wasn't have... like voice chat, it was it only text. Oh, dude, only text chat. That's where you get the most toxic players honestly. That was one okay. where I would actually say a majority of the chat is flaming your own teammates. Like if there is flame in the game, I would say 70 <laughs> percent is like friendly fire like 30 percent is directed towards your the other team most of it is like i'm people are like i'm basically dragging a corpse like as a teammate it of you know of course saying it in more vulgar words or you know in right right, of course of course yeah people are actually really intuitive and like you know ingenious i should say in developing new ways to flame <laughs> new ways to make you feel offended yeah <laughs> this is where all the innovation is coming from right this oh yeah silicon valley of slurs it, dude the way that they like because there is a censoring for of course a majority uh, of yeah. cursing and yeah, slurs yeah. but they they're finding ways around it i don't know how <laughs> they were just cracking the code for they were being all the bots dude this is how, yeah. this is how and then it, proof that bots can never replace us and then there's times where it's like you <laughs> They're trash talking you, and then you can clearly see a word that's been censored. 
and you know what the word is, word but you is. could just you get the same psychological effect. Yeah. You know what they were calling you, you know? Yeah, they you know what they were saying, and it you, it hurts just as much, even though you can't read the word. You just you feel the pain. Of course. Yeah, if, I, if I'm going somewhere, I'm going to fucking you know Japan, yeah. like England, going to Anime like Land, all right? Yeah, going to freaking Nintendo Land. Oh, Nintendo. Land. Oh, they're well, they're making music. one in L.A. Yeah. or whatever, right? Oh, they're making one in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I might have to pull through. Pop in. Yeah. Yeah, because they got space there. They're, they got some open spaces. In Dude, there. no, they yeah. don't. Stop. Yeah, L.A. Don't. is disgusting. The only reason you can say L.A. has space is because... Oh, Universal. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, it's Universal's game, Nintendo yeah, Land? Universal. Oh, okay, okay. That's a, That makes a world of difference. I thought you were saying L.A. I mean, L.A. getting a Nintendo Land just like yeah. that. Like, they Dude, might get an L.A. A Nintendo store, maybe. Yeah, okay, that's completely fine. Because you said L.A., and I was thinking, like, the only reason we could say L.A. is fine is because, like, L.A. is so blurred on, like, what is defined as L.A. versus what isn't. It's just a fucking mass of just cities in a vicinity. Like, Anaheim's L.A. Probably offending someone. Yeah, Yeah, someone's probably getting offended in Anaheim where they're, like, you know. Anaheim is L.A. County. No, I thought it was Orange County. Is it Orange County? I thought it was L.A. County. I thought it was O.C. O.C., O.C. Oh, we gotta talk about that. By the way, did you listen to the Drake album? Uh, my the best thing I heard is uh, that's the the soundtrack for uh, Azara. For what is that a fucking water commercial? Azara, no, a story. Forever Twenty One. That makes sense. That for those sounds, that'd be fun. Someone I saw on the top. I like I like it as a background vibe. Just like I'm not even paying attention to it. Just like I just I like the beat a little bit. But I don't yeah, like some the of the beats beat. are good. Yeah. The thing is, I was bit, I was disappointed because like while the beats are good, some of the beats are good. I should say, for some of the songs, he doesn't do anything with the beats, which I'm yeah. Lyrically, about. it's very basic. Yeah. And then um, there's like actually one song at the end that's like a full rap song. So I know yeah. some people saw or said like, as long as I'm concerned, Drake released a single. Is what some people <laughs> said. <laughs> Even though I didn't like that song, I liked um overdrive that was that was the only song where i was like i would listen to this you know in a rotation of songs and another thing i saw on the sideline this is just something that i thought was a bit absurd was people were upset that they were trashing this album immediately and they were saying this is like when they trash views on release and when i was saying trash views on release they did i will say yes views got trashed on release but anyone who listened to views like, there was at least a couple songs like, yeah, variety. this is good. Yeah, there was variety. Of course, that one has like 20, 25 tracks, I think, on that album. But it was, pretty big album, yeah. it was a good album. Like, any, I think a lot of people were harsh on it in the beginning because, you know, they wanted Marvin's Room too. Hmm. But, or probably nothing was the same. But it was a good album. It just, for no reason, got trashed. But I thought it was slanderous to say, to compare this album to fucking Tears. <laughs> I was like, y'all. I'm telling you, he's in 2030, okay? He's in 2035. We need to just catch up sonically. You know how old I'm going to be in 2035? I don't know. 37. 37. (laughs) God damn, 37. (laughs) Do you remember that? The the short line of 47? God damn, 47. 47. (laughs) How many states are there in the United States? 50 minus 50 minus 13 God damn 47 it's a beautiful video eh? man there's a lot of history and and just short dude short old youtube was old youtube was kind of flames honestly it's like half of it was really cringe now but half, like a good portion of it 
some good ass shit. Yeah, just and then just I feel like it. nowadays is like they just remix some of that old shit and like turn it into mm-hmm. new shit. And it's like you'll see some like audio from like an old YouTube video and TikToks now or something. Oh shit yes. Like oh, my. <clears throat> you, you talking about audio? Sorry, I'm going off tangents a lot. There was a song I heard from Taku Takanashi, who was one of the producers on Panion Stockings soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And it was literally two seconds of a song that I swore I'd heard this beat from before. And I heard this at like 2 a.m. last night. I was up till 7 a.m. trying to find what song it was. I went through so many songs. I never ended up finding it. I was going through so many songs because I since I remembered it, I was like, I swear it's from like 80s, 90s songs. I like even went back to some 70s. I was going through freaking Teddy Pendergrass. I was going through R&B, just so many genres of like my childhood just trying to figure out where this three second song was like where this three second three second beat was from yeah Yeah. and it wasn't a sample like it wasn't a direct sample but it was just the uh the melody melody. was just uncanny and i'm just yeah i just knew it was from a song i've heard from before and like i can hum it but it doesn't do anything for me because you know it's i've tried humming it to like shazam or like one of the apps that if you hum it'll tell you the song it hasn't helped me but i literally spent all pretty much last night trying to figure that out and how did i get to this topic again (laughs) no clue oh i want you to tell me i want you to tell me about your first time watching john wick was this your first time typing john wick yeah first time watching john wick i watched it saturday Okay. So two days ago. This is it the first time watching any of them? And you watched first, the first time one. watching any John Wick. And, you watched and the first one. yeah, I, was, I watched the first one, and then I watched like five minutes of the second one. Okay. And I'm be honest, I cannot see how people like like this. the first one. You watched like the first movie. one, you okay. didn't understand why you, people liked it. Yes. Okay. When I was watching, after I watched the movie, first thing I typed in was I was curious: Is John Wick satire? Because I was like. This man oh. is so damn incompetent in every key situation. You're telling me this. Wait, who, this John hit- Wick? or the, Yes, the John other? Wick. Okay, this man's a hit man. He lets three guys somehow get into his house. He first of all has a house that is apparently unsecu- insecure enough where, not insecure, um, unprotected enough. <laughs> this, where these three guys can just go in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insecure. <laughs> um at the beginning, which ends up getting him and his, or his dog killed, his car taken. You know, plot of the movie. Right. Second, he lets a damn per- trained professional assassin go. The girl, he lets her go at, like because she attacks him in the middle of the night when she tries to kill him in his hotel room. She lets him go instead of just killing him, which ends up getting another assassin. Fireworks, sorry. Um... He ends up getting another assassin killed who uh, who he told to, like, you know, watch her. And also by letting this uh, this girl go, he ends up getting his friend who helped him out throughout this whole time get killed because her living ends up seeing that they were, you know, working together. And it's just like, just. Well, like, I think the, his... the at least um, uh, at least for the initial stuff, the the him being unprotected or whatever him having not like good security or whatever he's out of he, that life i think he, i think he was out of it technically because i think his wife just died in the beginning of the movie oh right yeah. at, like in the in the first scene like that's she had just died yeah she so died like, that's why he was maybe off two game. days yeah yeah 
And well, the, I, I would say that's probably why he was a little bit off his game. Yeah. The one with him not killing the, the girl uh, assassin throws that me off so you. bad because this man kills like 70 people. He kills these bodyguards who are done nothing wrong to him. They're just getting the paycheck and he just offs them no regard. That was another thing that I saw that was crazy. When I typed in, because I was curious when I typed in, is John Wick satire? I typed in, is John Wick? First thing that popped up on Google was, is John Wick based off a true story? And I thought, who the fuck (laughs) would think that for a moment? If we ever heard the story of a guy who killed 70 plus people because they stole his car and killed his dog, we would never hear the end of it in history. This is a goddamn... There's no chance this thing is based off of a true story. I could have, I could have understand if it was based off like maybe like a novel or something. That, yeah, that made ba- more sense. Based off a novel, but the first thing on Google is is John Wick based off a true story. I'm curious who the fuck thought for a second. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> this is what happens in the, the that's streets of New point Jersey. Of John Wick, okay. Yeah. John Wick is turn off your brain. Fun. It's he killed a motherfucker with yeah. a pencil. Okay. Yeah, he that's... killed three people with a pencil. To be exact. <laughs> with a pencil. And he's Baba Yaga. Okay. Yeah. So that's when they supported that movie. <laughs> yeah, when they said it, or when I typed it in, is John Wick satire? They're like, no. But it is it like it knows what it's doing. It's a guilty pleasure yeah. movie. Yeah, that's basically no, 100%. It. It's like uh, Fast and Furious. It's like yeah. it's not you know it's not it's not it's not that deep you know. They're just like I want to yeah. see I want to see Keanu Reeves kill some kill kill seventy five. <laughs> that's what I want to see, and I want to see it. I want to see it three times over. Okay, uh, yeah. that's what they said. That's what people said, man. Oh, and, and like, then what I was, was like, when did the original come out? Like twenty sixteen. 2014 i think 2014 yeah makes sense. oh that was yeah. rem- i also remembered a thing that pissed me off so much when they capture john wick midway through the movie the guy who he's been killing he he's killed like 50 of his henchmen by this point yeah. and you know they have a sit down at a church after john wick has burned like you know money his pieces of blackmail like everything in this guy's mm-hmm. safe and then he's like he just says kill john wick guys and then he walks out don't you want to confirm that possibly the most, the biggest threat to you in existence dies before your eyes? Like, this man walked out 15 seconds after he left the room. John Wick's escaped. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Come the fuck on. It's badass, dog. Dude, I was, was so, pi- I was so heated. The that pool scene? Did you see the pool scene? The pool yeah. scene. That's in the first one, I think. Yeah, Which when, one? Go, when they go to the yeah, he goes to oh, the club to find the sun. Yes, it? yes, yes. It, That's badass, dude. It's oh, like man. murking It's like the movement, the movement. Yeah, I was, I was so heated. But I think it was kind of emulating video games. It was, it gave me like a, you know, uh, that that is some GTA shit. If I ever heard, yeah. of, if I ever heard a story like that, that, was that was, I, honestly, John Wick is the best video game like uh, mm-hmm. movie to ever be released, in my opinion. Best what? Best like video like if if John Wick was a video game movie, it would be the best one that ever got released. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I like Scott yeah. Pilgrim, but I can imagine if it was like worldwide appeal, yeah, John Wick. John Wick would yeah. be like yeah. the ideal. But it, I, it, yeah, you see, sometimes I forget that. Uh, uh, what was it called? Don't you dare say you forget Scott Pilgrim is a video game movie. Yeah, I did. Holy crap! Because the video game came out before right well it's originally a comic and yeah, then it was originally a comic. Yeah. yeah that's right and then yeah video yeah. game and i think movies uh, the video after. Game apparently is really good yeah the video game's really good i played it on xbox yeah, yeah. very fun game yeah. 
And then I just always think of it as a video game movie also because of the video game mechanics that are yes. inside of the movie. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. No, that was... I tried watching John Wick 2, a piece of it, and I was just like, I can't. I, I I can't. I'm actually missing good media. I still haven't watched Parasite. Back when I was... I told you I, I was watching... Yourself. That's insane to yeah. me. I, was, I told you I've been going back through the old um, virtually yeah. lost pods. Yeah. Like, slowly getting through them so I could do time steps so that if people want to watch certain portions, then they, could do, they can clearly look it up. And I got to the part where I talked about when Parasite first got put on Hulu, how I retweeted the fact that it got put on Hulu so that people would watch it while I hadn't watched it. And it's been a year, I think, since, and I still haven't watched the movie. It's a good movie. Maybe yeah. we'll have to have a, you come over one night, we'll watch a couple of those. <laughs> you, you give me a recommendation, I give you a recommendation. All right. We'll, we'll watch the movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I just so bad on movies specifically, I think. Yeah, movies I think same here. I'm bad with with shows too. Like oh, yeah, I watch a, a a ton of anime in like one night, but I, I can't be bothered to watch a normal TV show anymore. <laughs> I'm so bad. I think the last was, I think the last show was Squid Game might be the last one I've yeah, actually probably watched. Yeah, probably same here. Honestly. Speaking of which, I got yeah, a season two, which is crazy to me because that whole show. Is no, like, the know, what's crazy is that Netflix brought out the 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 reality TV show, the reality TV show Squid Game. Wait, what? <laughs> They're making a reality TV show based around Squid Game, where it's the same premise. It's oh, okay. basically the premise of the the Mr. Beast video, if you see it. Yeah, so, we're just yeah. people competing. Yeah, okay. people competing. <laughs> and it's oh. just like the irony of like how <laughs> the show is about how our society is kind of you know they just turn yeah they just uh, money Netflix just turned into the VIPs or whatever. You know? Yeah, that throws that throws me off. You, if they do a reality show though. One thing I hope is that they do like, you know, the real world where they have like a booth, the confessional booth. I want that kind of shit on like the Squid Game show where people are just trash talking. Yeah, just the trash talking each other and only just don't even tell each other people's names. Just give them numbers and then you just have. (laughs) 13's me. Yeah. (laughs) 13 can't stand that guy. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. And then. Just like, or Takashi's Castle, where, um, like, have a little intro before you do an event or something like that. I don't mm, know if you ever watched mm. Takashi's Castle. That was like, is that the one on Spike? Yeah, it was Spike. I think. <laughs> oh my god, I think I do remember yeah, that it's got- one. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it the guy that said everything in a really bad Asian accent? No, because it's an a- it's an actual Japanese show with the sh- they they dub over it. <laughs> That's all it is. It, yeah, it is so offensive. It. I think now that I think about it, it was a really wasn't bad... it like a wipeout or whatever? Yeah, it was the concept is like wipeout, and it was yeah. an actual Japanese show. And then what we <laughs> call Scotty's Castle is really the um, English really dub. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was very two thousand and three or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like some. Sh- it seems like sh- something would be on fucking YouTube and yeah, one hundred percent. Oh man, that's why Spike. When it, I think they came back, like what, like a couple of months ago. That's why they just brought on a bunch of fucking YouTubers. It makes sense. Oh no, that was G four. G four was G four. That was G four. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude, Spike had some some shows though like some wild shows yeah, yeah. they had a thousand ways to die i don't yeah i think that's hopefully gone because that was just a weird ass show to me i don't even how much of those were true actually by the way i, I don't know it couldn't have been all of them. yeah they had to throw some you know deadliest wild. warrior i don't know if you ever remember that that what show was deadliest they literally just got Ninja random Warrior. 
deadliest or it was like i think it was called deadliest war where they got random like fighters from history and then like matched them oh, up oh shoot yeah i do remember you're bringing up memories for me yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah that's a dude oh, dude there's so many old spike. tv shows did you ever watch endurance explain it i don't it was it was a dis- it was basically survivor but for kids <laughs> no chance what show was yeah Shadows it was, was like it was like uh it was on discovery kids it was on this channel i don't <laughs> think it doesn't even exist anymore i don't even think i own discovery kids <laughs> yeah it discovery kids and it was this thing where it was like literally survivor so they're like um it's like a, you know group of uh, a group of teens or whatever and they're in like in various locations, like one time it was the desert, one time it was like the jungle, and then they're like, it has the confessional booths or whatever, and then it's like they pair, they pair, they pair all the the kids together, so they have one partner, and then like a couple, they're in like two teams, mm-hmm. but then they also have their partner, so they're trying to like, no, no, they didn't have teams, it was just partners. They didn't have teams. It was literally just partners. So you had your partner and you were trying to take your partner to the end of it's like the end of the show. And you had to like do the, you know, the challenges or whatever, like hold a rope back or whatever. And then you <laughs> you had to like vote people off the island or whatever at the end of the week. And um that sounds like and, yeah, and this is like drama of like it was like <laughs> of like backstabbing and like yeah. you had to find little idols or whatever, like little triangle things in the in the in the campsite that they were at. And the, I don't know if they had to like no, they definitely didn't like make their own food or anything like that. They were just like staying in the I don't even know if they even stayed in the cabins. They probably like stayed in the cabins for the show and then like shipped them off to like a hotel or something. I don't know. As a kid, I watched the animated version of that, which was Total Drama Island. <laughs> it was literally a, a live action Total Drama Island. Hilarious, dude. It was literally so funny because it was just these kids like saying the like the wildest shit. I, I think imagine. I remember seeing it back. <laughs> There was this one girl in the first episode of the first season. I was like, these, all these other girls are like trying to find a boyfriend. Like already, we just got here, and they're trying to find a boyfriend. And I'm like, I'm trying to win the game. I'm trying to, get, I'm trying to get out here with the money. Okay, she's locked in, man. She's locked, locked in. in. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Oh man, yeah, that That's sounds hilarious. crazy. Cause like survivor level survivor level drama mixed yeah. in with you know and they're like <laughs> teen adolescents yeah teen adolescents they're like 14 or whatever yeah that's fucking, it is fucking hilarious and i watched this as like a like a nine-year-old or something and yeah. i remember one at one point all my friends watched it and we at one of my birthday parties we had it going because the finale was going at the same time as my birthday <laughs> so we were all like around the tv watching the finale of this fucking show yeah, no. As a nine-year-old, oh, I I watched either like Teen Titans yeah. or like Chappelle Show. It was like a complete fifties. Yeah, dude. I watched. I will say, I had a really like sh- strong cursing vocabulary as an elementary yeah. schooler because oh, I go. I watched like I played GTA, I played mm-hmm. Gears of War, I watched mm-hmm. Chappelle Show, I listened to freaking rap. I was listening to Tupac Biggie as like a nine-year-old because it was it was all the songs. That was on the computer that would get put on my iPod Nano. So I was like, I'll listen to it. So like my vocabulary is very strong back then. I gotta say, I'm very glad that I like I cursed a lot as a kid because I kind of got most of it out of me. I still kind of yeah. cuss now. I still actually I still yeah. cuss a lot now, but it's yeah. not 
harsh cussing. I, I say, I yeah. say fuck a lot, but I had literally the opposite. So that's why I probably cursed more because I had the, the repressive one. Yeah, no, I couldn't do anything at all. Yeah, no, me as a, I was a, I was a demon uh, back then because it was Xbox Live as a fucking nine year old, ten year old. I, I, I could barely play Mario. I was, I was a squeaking voice cursing, cursing for Vanner. Well, I was like ten at that time. I think I yeah. got a deep voice like around thirteen, like junior high level. Yeah. But yeah, back squeaking then, on Xbox Live, you were the the stereotypical squeaker on yeah, Xbox Live. Uh, but I was I, 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 I was top rag though. I won't. I will, reason I was I was top rag. I'm, I'm talking shit. Cause, well, no, I also no, was a But at the time, you'd watch uh, what, like um, you'd watch COD like YouTubers and stuff. No, no. Someone like you know you never watch YouTubers. I never watched YouTube as a kid. Oh man, no. I watched too much YouTube as a kid. That was like my. Now, I will say though the cussing was a defense mechanism because yeah. I played like a degenerate in Call of Duty, and that's why normally people cuss at me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I have to be able to you back to it up. Was... But my voice didn't help to back it up. I will say, <laughs> even if I cuss, even if I cuss back, then you know, then it becomes oh, new man. insults because of uh, me being ten. <laughs> or, well, yeah, ten or eleven is a squeaker. Oh man. Yeah, I'm glad I got all, all that fucking that hate out of me. I hate that evil. <laughs> I realized going through some of the old vods, I've been too lukewarm. I've I've okay. been giving like my full opinion, or like haven't been showing like how fucking degenerate I actually am, or like giving a hundred percent of like you know mm. giving the full the full peak at like the scum that I am. I guess is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The anime scum, anime degeneracy anime is better. <laughs> I was li- I was listening to some of these like. Do you really think that, Robert? I was like, let's see, episode six. Like, you, you, there's more you could be saying right now. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, like this episode, though, I don't know if you still got time, was when we were talking yeah. about like guilty pleasures, John Wick. I was like, what are like the anime mangas that are like your guilty pleasures? Mm. And I thought of mine. I was like, damn, these are these are trash. <laughs> and both of them are mangas. Well, one of them's a se- uh, anime that we talked about mm. has an anime series, but one of them's like only a manga. Like one of the ones that like I genuinely still enjoy it. It's complete trash. Is Domestic Girlfriend, dude? Domecano, yeah, for sure. Domestic Girlfriend. I, I don't think is... I've, uh, I've gone all the way through you, but you've gone all the way through the manga, right? I've gone through all the way through the manga, and mm. you know, although I'm I have ab- upset feelings towards the ending, right? I still love the journey. It was complete trash. So much drama for no reason, but damn, it kept me like. It yeah, kept me in with the story. That's what I, hear, yeah. I remember reading that series like with not with some friends, but like we were keeping up with it at the same time. Yeah. And just talking about this, like this series is so like drama filled for no reason, but you just can't get enough of it. It's like just inject it. And then yeah. the other series is Minamoto Monogatari, which is okay. basically Minamoto, yeah. yeah. Um Minamoto Monogatari is basically some this premise is a guy who was bullied by girls as a high schooler uh. um gains a fear of girls i forget what that is specifically called that phobia exactly but mm. then in a university life he lives with his aunt and his aunt is a professor who studies uh, historical literature and one of the piece she studies was the tale of genji which is a his um huge piece i think it's referred to as like the first novel mm. and the story is of a guy, and I think it's like throughout his life, he has 14 wives. 
Oh. Or that, not 14 wives, but he's with 14 women. People at, and at once or? Not at once. In a series. It's like, I guess it's throughout the, the book. Right. And her being a professor is like, I'm going to use my nephew as a test subject and have him meet. Like, he, she, she's got this shit locked in and like planned out where he's, she's going to have her guinea pig nephew meet these 14 girls and have a relationship with them. It's, it's trash, but damn, it's good, I will say. Interestingly enough, I didn't know until later, but both of those series are actually, um, both have female authors. They both have also unique, oh no, they can't, no, they don't have both, they don't both have unique art styles. I will say Minamoto Monogatari has unique art styles. I'll say Domikano is a bit more on the standard, a little bit unique, but you know, a bit on the standard side. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love both those series, but trash, complete trash. Oh yeah, trash. We never, we never recommend this at like you know at a book fair or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wonder if people still do that. Like, you know how they have like oh, like book, like book clubs thing? just yeah, come no, in with just, a different like, manga scan this every QR time. QR code and to check out the. Oh no, I didn't mean like um like store. I mean like you know how people go to someone's house with different oh. books that they recommend. Oh, like, like a book club. Like, yeah, like, like a book, book club, club, like moms and stuff doing that. Oh. I wonder if people are gonna do that next gen with just manga. Just hey, we're here to talk about this this piece right here. It's we're here to talk right about here. oh we're here to talk about chainsaw man because part two is coming out i think it's july 13th the manga is, oh, co- is really? coming back baby nice. yeah i'm excited for that yeah, the was, it... was actually really... i actually read the whole thing that's very mm-hmm. rare for me so <laughs> i think i think it was you or my brother one of you uh-huh. two who when i read part one i thought it was over completely i didn't know there was gonna be part mm-hmm. two i was like oh it's open-ended like open-ended mm-hmm. ending and i was it just like in the podcast where i, I said oh that's when they just announced part two or whatever yeah yeah and then yeah. after i heard about part two i was like that makes a lot of sense yeah and then anime coming out anime is coming out um i believe he also released a one shot recently mm. the author of chainsaw man i think i heard about that yeah mm-hmm. uh one shot that actually just came out that is completely re- um separate that is really good is ruri dragon is the name mm-hmm. of it where it's basically this girl who's like 15 who just all of a sudden uh, gains a dragon horn. And then she finds out that her father, who she never met, is a dragon. She never, we haven't met the father in this one shot, but it's just so far, it seems like it's, it's going to be an enjoyable slice of life to read because it's just, you know, adolescence youth with, you know, body changing of you know not the typical one because it's right, actually right. a dragon but it seems seems nice it's, <laughs> it seems wholesome so far nice oh and i gotta say ahren san was the most underrated show this, uh, this season Fun. oh good. i remember you mentioning that on the uh, podcast episode good good as fuck mm-hmm. probably honestly even one of my favorites if not my favorite one of the things i mentioned way back when like i think before this season of anime started was i mm-hmm. Completely forgetting about your in yeah. Spy Family, I said uh, Shikimori, not not just a cutie, was going to be like the one the anime the yeah the anime community revolves around. Nope, completely compl- hadn't read the series, so I was like, I just assumed that that was going to be the one. People, I, from what I've seen, some people trash that series and like th- that girl, but and you know, I put my disrespect on your by not saying her because yeah. I actually yeah never touched Spy Family, so. I, 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 I un- yeah. I've just seen Spy Family stuff. Spy Family is this season's. It's the it's, it's this season's everything. Messiah. 
Yeah, <laughs> truly. But no, I've just heard it's very mid. I've heard Chicken War is very yeah, mid. Yeah, I've heard. Very basic. Dude, I'm trying to figure out if there's an... I've, I don't know why. I've been hearing... I've been trying to figure out what words that I use to describe, like, middle of the pack series before I started using mid. Mm. But now all I can think of whenever I think mm -hmm. of, like, that kind of situation is, like, I'll always just... Yeah, just average. Yeah, that's uh, that might be the word. And now it's just completely replaced from my vocabulary. Anytime I would consider the word average, no, I'll just say mid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Ahan Sun, really good, though. All right. Watch it. Fucking good. Is it a manga? I might just read it. That's an anime, but um, it probably is a manga as well. Right. I don't know. All right. We will call it with well, that. That was it. And that was episode 57 of the Virtual Loss Podcast. We will see you next week. See you next week.